1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and guess Welcome who's back. back? Welcome back. Guess who's back? Back. Back again. <sighs> you, you are awful, John. How you wanna just show up on the last recording day of the week? I was on vacation. Always on vacation. I'm not always on vacation, John. I'm not always on vacation. You have taken at least four vacations since we have taken over this show. I work like you went four to Atlanta jobs. twice. You went to Dallas. Now you went to Florida. I not only went to Atlanta once. Why do you always? have <laughs> to to Atlanta. I, d- I don't know, man. I just I just you. Can your I? Job, can I your job must you roll over was? the the vacation, huh? You know that's illegal, nah, right?
0: Nah, I will save mine. I've been here for a while. I got
1: some mm-hmm. got some, some hours saved up. Mm-hmm. Can I listen you how my trip was? Go go ahead. I don't know if the listeners want to know. I mean, you've been gone, but you know, hey. It's been great. Mm, what y'all did? It's Florida. Florida beaches. That's all you need to say. That's it. Oh, my
0: gosh. The, the prettiest water, sand.
1: The whole it, it don't line. look like Galveston?
0: Nah, hell no. <laughs> I have to get serious. No, it does not. Uh, But while I was away... You sound okay? You turned up a lot out there? I did turn up a lot. Yeah, I can hear your voice is gone. I've been doing a lot of work today. Um, Getting back late last night, waking up at 6.30 this morning, just getting back to the swing of things. But Mm -hmm. while I was away, I definitely kept up with this team uh, down the street, the Houston Texans, which is what we were here for, of course. And um, I'm minding my own business. I'm in the pool, actually no, I'm in the jacuzzi, minding my business, drinking whatever's in my cup, and I get a notification of what's going on with the whole Jadavian Clowney mm-hmm. mess. And I yeah, you what, talk what's your yesterday.
1: thoughts on that? Because I touched on it, of course, yesterday. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do the show when it first happened, because I was actually in the midst of doing an interview with Ben McElmore for the Dream Shake. But when I saw that run across my phone... It was a false rumor, a false report saying that Jadavian Clowney has been traded to Miami. Miami. In Miami and Baltimore. It was just conflicting reports all around. So honestly,
0: guys, from my insider that I I just heard about, the deal to Miami was actually done. Mm. Jadavian kind of flexed his power and said, if y'all trade me here, I'm not gonna resign. Uh to Miami. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm sure everybody knows that by now, or maybe not, but I'm not sure. So that happened, and in the deal, Laramie Tunsil, uh was a part of that deal, which is a left tackle, which is <laughs> what we need. And I can't wait to talk about preseason game two. You know, the Texans had their joint practice with the Detroit Lions, and there's been a lot of positivity coming out of that practice with this camp so mm-hmm. far. So, uh, But nonetheless, with the Jadavian and situation, it just – if to me, and I've said this a lot, I'm gonna say it again. August fifteenth, this is what you get when business was not taken care of. Back in March. Draft.
1: Back in April.
0: Uh, back in April. Um, every day it gets more Now, at least not maybe not every day. That may be a little bit of exaggeration, but at least every week there's more evidence as to why they had to wave goodbye to Brian Kane. Mm-hmm. Um now he's threatening that he won't play the entire preseason
1: that he made. Which which is really surprising cuz Not at all, man. It's no, just, it was surprising cuz a couple weeks ago,
0: Texans, I believe.
1: a couple weeks ago, I reported on the Texans wire um that Bill O'Brien had stated in his press conference that he did that him and Clowney were in talks and they was actually targeting They they actually had set a target date on when he was supposed to be coming back, which was that last week going into the very first regular season game against the New Orleans Saints, which doesn't look like that's going to happen now, does it?
0: No, it does not. Uh, And I I can't wait to continue to watch this unfold uh, simply because I think there's more mess that's involved and not mess as in just messy. Just a lot of loose ends that can't get tied up because of what's been lacking or what has already transpired. We got to remember that the Texans did have over $70 million in cash space to get this, this deal done. And if you had that much money and decided that you was not going to get that deal done after the franchise tag was not signed, what was the next best step for your franchise? Trade. We've been talking about this for months now. You definitely been uh, talking about and it. And I'm not going to harp on it. Not right now at least. But long story short, it's too late in the game to be fooling around like this, you know. Um, but we'll also definitely keep our ears to the streets concerning the Jadavian guys. And once again, you know, we really appreciate you taking the time out. Listen to the Locked On Texas podcast or the Locked On Podcast Network. Where you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Megaphone. And we'll also get this up on sports.com. Moving f- along from Jaden Clowney and his situation, and that contract situation, and the whole situation itself, we still have a preseason game two coming up this Saturday against the Detroit Lions. And Cody, there has been a little bit more positivity coming out of this week's joint practice than the one with the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> First and foremost, there hasn't been any fights. There hasn't been any. Practice um, brawls or anything like that. So that's Lonnie positive. Johnson
1: Jr. hasn't been thrown out.
0: Hasn't been thrown out. Um, <laughs> been a little bit more positivity. And a, 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 when I say a little bit more, I really mean a tad bit more positivity in regards to the offensive line. But I think in that situation, in that area of that offense uh, of the team, rather than any good news, is great news in my opinion. I know the talk has been what's going to happen with our DBs. You know that happened. Uh, uh, that have been talk. You had shouted out Roby. Coven had been playing well, uh, even with the ups and downs and a little bit more downs from our rookie cornerbacks. Just uh, it, it, the cornerback group in in a whole. The, well, the defensive back group in a the whole. There's been a lot of talks on how they were going to bounce back from last year. And one news out of camp today is Matthew Stafford was picked off three times. <laughs> so that's a, a a good
1: sign. But it doesn't beat Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, John. I had to throw that. He threw five picks in a row. This
0: NFL season <laughs> is going to be very interesting. There are so many headlines. What is <laughs> down the road? Dallas and da- Dakota Prescott. Uh, the 30 million, turn that down. I won 40. I don't know where that's coming from, but whatever. I mean, you look at 49ers, our offensive line story, headlines. What are we going to do with Jadaven County? There's so many headlines. Not just, you know, get away from the Texans that I think this is what's fueling the NFL season right now. And that's a good thing. It's it's a great thing because the NFL story headlines can always get wrapped up in something that's just a lot of times don't have nothing to do with football itself, at least since 2000. I want to go back to 11 when the Aaron Hernandez thing kicked off. And it seemed like from that year on down, it's been a lot of just negative storylines. Now, you may, be have, you may have some disappointing storylines, but there are a lot of positive and great football headlines I can't wait for, uh, including these Houston Texans. But just to give you some more training camp news before we move along, DeAndre Carter is favored right now to win that slot position, uh, considering Kiki is now out. As we know, he injured himself against Green Bay last week, and there is no current timetable. On when he'll return, uh, Bill O'Brien did admit in a press conference that they talked last night, him and DeAndre Carter, regarding Kiki's injury. And he's just glad that he has DeAndre Carter on this team because he can do so much uh, for the offense and for the team, period. So that's good news. And, and like I mentioned, the Houston Texans offensive line, uh, there has been a lot of good news out of camp regarding Max Sharpen this week. He's improved. Howard is improving. Not so much Matt Khalil. Um, and there was a quote Bill O'Brien said, if you guys do, didn't hear it, I don't know if you heard it, how consistent Matt Khalil has been in camp so far. And somebody put under the tweet, I actually saw it, has he been just consistently bad? <laughs> so <laughs> that situation, I could definitely see why they are in desperate need Of that left tackle I see it, you see it, everybody sees it Especially after week one of preseason But three more games left for a lot of positions To be batted out One, the competitions for the offensive line Backup running back Which is going really well right now It's all across the board Anything you want to leave these people with For the first half of the show I'm
1: just happy nobody's fighting That's a good sign I guess Who who doesn't want a good fight? It's football. Exactly.
0: You know how to fight in football? You don't don't need to fight. You know, we had a big school fight in football before. It was pretty fun, but I was also in a different time where we didn't know nothing about CTE. Uh, uh, uh. Shame on you, John. I don't have an Aaron Rodgers mustache. (laughs) Thought I was letting it go. Don't go anywhere. Locked on Texas Podcast, Locked on Podcast Network, Some Sports Guy, and Cody Davis.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and to my left is John, some sports guy Hickman. And as of right now, we get to see a little AFC South action as the Jacksonville Jaguars are currently playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. And John, do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? Nick the Gold Pose is in action. T- Wait, he's not playing tonight, huh? He's not playing at all. Damn it! Well, anyways, dang, the AFC South is going to be a tough division this year. It is. First it's of all, I'm not worried about sorry. Indianapolis because Andrew Luck is always hurt.
0: Dealing with some high ankle issues. The, 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 but the thing about Andrew Luck is, it's like, yeah, he's going to be hurt, but. Once he
1: is on fire, he is on fire. That you have to play in order to be on fire. The same thing goes with Carson Wentz, which is the same reason why I say they should have kept Nick the goat full. Nobody wants to hear that, man. No wants to hear what? Nobody. I'm cares. just doing a a AFC South preview because the Jacksonville Jaguars, in my opinion, will be a good team this year. Okay, listen, guys, that was Cody saying that. So, you telling grints. me that I'm not saying that they're going to be better than Houston. All I'm saying is that they're the going Houston to be Texas a, good, a good team. It's in a division. I don't want the mob against me. I it, want... I, so, so we, can't preview, we can't preview other teams that's in our division that we're going to have to see twice? We can. I'm going to just say we're going to be. Do we division. even play Come them on. in Houston? So, technically, we got to play them twice on the road. No, we didn't. Once in play. Jacksonville, once in London. Uh, are we playing them in London this year? Yes, we playing them in London this year. Oh, wow. I don't know what that first game is, but that second one is in London, which means I gotta wait a whole another year till I see my boy Nick the Gold Foes in person.
0: Do you really want to see him play play football? Like, is that a serious thing with you right
1: now? I mean, he does have a championship ring. Once again, these statements are not condoned
0: <laughs> by John, some sports guy. That is strictly Cody Davis, Cody. Um. I'm trying to see when these guys play, uh, if it's in H- in Houston or not. But nonetheless, like I uh, alluded to earlier, the Houston Texans have this joint practice, just like the rest of the NFL, joint practices with different teams. And they always get pretty interesting because of just the, the, the mix of personalities. Uh, you guys may have seen the the back and forth between Mike
1: Vabral and Tom Brady. That was pretty cute. Um, Sorry to cut you off, but they do play. The Jacksonville Jaguars, week two in Houston. Oh, you know what? I think those tickets are really cheap. I'm pretty sure. We we, we should have press credentials that
0: game. We hopefully should. But there's a lot to look forward to this Saturday. Um, You know, all fun aside, there is a lot of room to work and improve in a lot of different areas. Uh, Week two of preseason and week three of preseason, especially week two, because week two is the week for a lot of guys who played a lot during week one to continue to play and get a feel for the organization in the game of football that's being ran for the team, in our case, the Houston Texans, Um, even with a lot of guys dealing with injuries. Nick Martin has yet to play or practice due to his injury. Um, There's been a lot of change at offensive line. There's been a lot of rotation and new guys being brought in, like a Duke Johnson and and guys just fighting for positions, Cody. Um, But we hadn't had a chance or opportunity to talk about a few things that we need to see Saturday. What is on your mind moving forward for Saturday to prove uh, that the Texans are making the step in the right
1: direction? Um, Of course, there's always the offensive line situation, which I'm not about to harp too much on that. The main guys that I want to see I know will not be playing, like Will Fuller. Who, by Um, the way, has said he wants to play this preseason. And I 100% agree with that. Like I said in the show on yesterday, he needs to at least have two preseason games under his belt because you do not want to go into the 2019 season. The first time he's touching the football field after an ACL tear is against the New Orleans Saints in week one of the regular season, he needs to knock off some rust. I
0: don't and think it'll be definitely,
1: but week the uh, third preseason game, I think he will get some time on that field. He needs to get out there, playing it simple. I know they're actually, I know Bill O'Brien and the rest of his coaching staff want to take their time with Will Fuller, but you have to get him out there to get him some kind of reps. As for guys like Watson and and. Hopkins and all those other guys, you you know what you're getting for those guys. But the one guy that I'm looking forward to see on Saturday is DeAndre Carter. There has been a lot of good news coming out a coming lot, out of training camp lot. about how well he has been performing. John, I'm looking at it from this standpoint. You know I'm all about weapons. If you can get DeAndre Carter into a situation where he can be your third or fourth reliable receiver, receiver – do you know how much more dangerous the Texans' offense will become? I'm honestly, with I'm the not addition I'm, of. I'm not too um, much
0: sure to you, be honest with you.
1: What you mean? You 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 don't you you you're not sure.
0: I'm not sure because I'm not seeing any of these guys play with the starting quarterback right now, and uh, I know how much the Texans like DeAndre Carter, and I do too. And I think he'll be a good backup, but at the slot position. Also, considering Duke Johnson was just brought in, mm-hmm. I think that's an area that Duke Johnson can be put in that position a lot of times and still have Lamar Miller on the field. So, that's two different weapons that you can get. I, I'm just, I believe that he would be a good option. I'm, I'm not sure of how much he will boost or put the offense over the hump. Uh, but one thing I will say is. I'm glad that we do have him because just the, in, the the injury history of the guys that we have on our roster. And I know that he's a guy that we'll be able to use.
1: And that's another thing that I was hinting to because, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't know how serious this injury is to Kiki Kuti. So you're talking about a guy who you can really just plug him in and play. And I know you mentioned he hasn't – we haven't seen him with the starting quarterback, but come on now, John. If he if he can do good with Webb, you don't think he could do good with Watson? Well, that's the thing. I when I'm what I'm saying
0: is the fact that nobody stood out at the receiver position that much to me outside of uh, Tyrone Johnson. And that's a guy who I think is making, you know, a, a big statement for himself uh what he's been doing right
1: now. And last year, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Carter had a pretty solid year last year. I mean, he had 195 yards on 20 receptions. And that's not bad. That's not bad at all. And I'm not knocking him
0: or I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just saying your statement of how much better they will be. I'm not necessarily sure, simply because, one, haven't seen any of them on the field at the same time, two, I don't know if he's gonna be the guy like we expect Kiki to be to rise the offense at their receiving core.
1: Well, how much Opposition? more? How much? How much has Kiki proved to us a guy who I hate to say it, has yet to prove that he can stay healthy? No, nope, nothing, nothing at so all. So once again, so if if Carter could come in and prove that he's just as good, you don't think that that he's gonna have any kind of effect on that?
0: I believe he can. I'm not going to say he will. Uh and when I think of how much better, or how special the third guy has to really be a uh, I mean a guy that I just think is one of those guys. If that makes sense. And I I, I don't
1: think that was that's what DeAndre Carter is. Uh however, but that third guy we have right now is Kiki Kunti. And we still don't know what we're going to get out of him because, like, once again, I hate to say, he has yet to prove that he can stay healthy. And you can say the same thing for Will Fuller. True, true, very true. With that being
0: said, I I didn't see any receiver pop out to me in the first week of week game.
1: But that was week pre-season. one of preseason. It's hard to judge week one of preseason. Which is why the week
0: two of preseason is very important. I think this entire receiving core, if you're not named DeAndre uh, Hopkins, needs to show us something. And of course, I'm gonna let you get back to your third point, but uh, from Fuller on down, hell, everybody has to show something. And unfortunately, right now we have a guy that can't show anything because he's hurt right now. You know, that's not the that's not any shade or anything, and we we definitely wish for a speedy recovery. But he can't. We can't see anything out, out, out from him. He got hurt in game one. Haven't seen too much out of Carter. You know, in an actual game, or Johnson for that, man. He only had two catches for 40 yards. So I know one thing that I'm looking forward to still, of course, the combination of who's going to play what on that offensive line. I'm definitely still looking forward to um, the the running back competition. Who's going to secure that third role right now? I really like Higdon. All things considered, what he did in college, what he was able to do week one in preseason and just how great he's been having the the, the great preseason training camp has been so far. You know, um, talking to a lot of guys in the organization, he is liked a lot. He's able to run the ball really effectively, get in between those tackles and, and, just, and just really make plays. So uh, he's a guy that we've been hearing a lot about throughout the organization and camp. And we just talked about it, went back and forth on a a little bit of it, that I need to see another receiver step up and make some plays. That is something that is super needed. And I know it's not a third thing. This is more of the fourth. But, hell, man, what's going on with this quarterback? We know Webb is going to be there. We know Deshaun Watson is going to be there. Uh, But just in case, McCarron is wherever McCarron is going to be during the season or whenever the season comes. If we need another option, who will it be? Of course, teams always like familiar faces when it comes to backup quarterbacks. So if anything were to happen, are we going to have a guy that we can have trust in in between the period A.J. McCarron is going to be out or if he's going to stick around, period? So... Those are a few things that I'm looking forward to going into Saturday.
1: Oh, man. I, I, I agree with everything you said. But once again, Carter is the only guy. I mean, it's the second preseason game. Above This is important. Now, the though. third preseason game, when we play against the Cowboys, and especially that last preseason game, when we play against the L.A. Rams, them cheating son of a. <laughs> Before the final cuts are made. I, that's what I'm more that's that's what I'm like really interested to see um another guy that I'm looking forward to seeing but I do not think that he's going to play um on Saturday's preseason game is Whitney Merciless and I'm excited to see what we're going to get from him because this is a guy who is in a contract season the pressure of being the number one linebacker on this team, because you might as well just go ahead on and say that Davian Clowney has played his last game as a member of the Houston Texans. I am so I wouldn't excited! Say that just yet, I am excited to see what we're going to see out of him this year. I mean, and then he's getting up there in age, contract year. He has a lot to prove.
0: Yeah, uh, and not only that. He's had a hell of a camp, so I can't wait to see him actually play full game uh, and get some juice back to him. You know, last season, I I feel like he lost – maybe you can say a step, whatever, but I think he lost a bit of himself playing-wise. But, you know, I always say contract years are the years you see people true colors when it comes to playing the game.
1: I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say he lost a step. I mean, I know – that he hasn't had the same production that he had in previous years, but you got to think about it. Last year was really the first full season that he was able to play alongside Watt and Clowney because in years prior, either one or the other, or most likely both of them was out, which was the reason why he was able to shine a hell of a lot more. I believe one year, I think it was in like 2015 or 2016. I want to say he recorded recorded double-digit sacks. I know that for sure. So, like I say, last year—I mean, you're talking about a guy who was one of your top defensive players, and now, you know, you 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 take that third that third seat. You you're not even in the passenger seat no more. You're in the back seat. That that that's why I'm I'm really excited to see what we're going to see out of Whitney this season.
0: Yeah, you know, if he can get back to the 12 sack season form uh, that he had in 2015. That'll be a hell of a sight to see for this defense who's going to need an extra anchor outside of J.J. Watt, who is right now the only confirmed pass rusher that we have, hmm. that we have actual knowledge of seeing play and bust the ass and bust team's ass. Yeah, after that, seven and a half the following year, one sack, and then last year, four sacks. Now, granted, he did only play five games in 2017 uh, because of injury, but we
1: know he can play. And back to my point. Last season was the full season where he actually played alongside, where he had actually had to share the spotlight alongside Clowney and Watts. So yeah,
0: um, he was, and he's also a guy that he's just been a pro since he came into the league, and you want to see him succeed. Whether this be his last year or that we get we get him resigned moving forward, who knows? But he definitely can play some football. I'll tell you that. Fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny, Liar, and Locked On Fantasy Football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else, then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked On Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider, which is Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk for the Houston Texans, your favorite team. Right off 16 in Kirby, the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. I'm getting back from vacation, but, boy, I can't tell you how excited I am and interested to see how a lot of these storylines and rotations for the Houston Texans are going to work out this Saturday moving forward. Until next time, this is Locked On Texans on Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans